good morning, good afternoon, whatever it is for you guys. Welcome back to another week of Mind Over Metal. I don't know about you guys, but I am definitely in fall mode. Like the blankets, the candles, the baking, I'm literally ready for fall and no one can tell me any different. Even though it is still like 80 degrees out, which I don't know where you're listening to this, but here where I'm at, it's literally 80, 90 degrees still. And it's totally killing my fall vibes. But if you've already read the title, you're probably thinking, Destiny, what the hell are we going to be talking about today? Disclaimer, this is not a podcast for relationship advice. I am the last person to be giving that. But this is an episode dedicated to dating as a single mom, dating as a single parent, and we're going to get into some fun stuff. I'm not a relationship expert. I'm not a relationship coach. I don't have any type of degree in that field. I just know from experience as a single mom what it's been like dating, and I'm going to give you guys, since my business is geared more towards mamas, ladies, I'm going to be talking to you, baby mamas, but single dads, baby dads, whatever. If you want to listen into, you'll probably find it just as entertaining. Or if you're an ex, you might want to turn it off at this point because it's about to get real. So moms, put your AirPods in, put your headphones in, and let's get into it. I'm going to start off by stating the obvious, and that is the biggest hurdle that you will have to overcome when being a newly single parent or newly single mom is getting over your ex. Now, I feel like for a lot of us, this is difficult because, you know, we do have children with this person and we have certain ties to this person, but the first step in you dating or starting your single dating life is being over your baby mom or baby dad. And I mean, you need to truly be over it. I'm not talking about those cases where you're going back and forth or you're on and you're off or whatever. In order to start your new healthy single dating life as a parent, you need to fully have that chapter of your life closed. Now, when I say closed, I mean that there needs to be a set of boundaries between you and your ex, right? You can't be calling them up, hanging out leisurely, and still expecting to have this healthy relationship with a new person. I mean that you need to have enough boundaries for yourself to say, okay, this is over with this person. I know it's over. They know it's over. And I'm ready to start with someone else. Do I think that you need to be fully healed in order to start this new journey? No. But I do think there needs to be certain boundaries between you and this person that have to take place in order for you to start your new dating life as a single parent. This process is going to look different for everyone. So for example, if you've been with your ex for years and years and years, and you're just now figuring out that you want to start dating again, and it feels new, and you're like, I will never be able to date someone else, I promise you that you will. It just takes time. And I feel that the longer amount of time that you had a connection with this person, the longer amount of time and grace you're going to need to give yourself in order to start a new relationship with someone else. So if you know that you've been with your ex for years and this is something that's going to take you time, be honest with yourself about that. Understand that and understand that it's fine if it takes longer than someone else. If you're someone that was only with your ex for a short amount of time, but you guys shared a really deep connection, it still might take a long time. You know, that really depends on you and the connection that you shared with that person and being honest with yourself and really taking the time to ask yourself that question is going to make a huge difference in the start of your new dating life. Like I said, everyone's situations are different, so 
the process is going to look different for everyone. Me personally, I know that I took my time and it took me about a year, a year and a half before I fully put myself out there and exposed myself to dating. So moms, don't feel pressured if you just got out of a relationship. Don't feel pressured to get back out there. You're going to have so many people telling you, you need to just get back out there. You need to start dating and seeing new people. And while all of that is true and that it's important to build new connections with new people, it's also important to recognize that you are on your own timeline and you can't determine what a healthy relationship looks like based on anyone else's timeline. And timelines for single mothers are going to look a little bit different versus timelines for people who are just single in general without children. And we're going to get into some of those reasons as to why. So first, I want to talk to the single moms. What's the one quality that we all possess, no matter if you're, if you think you're the perfect mom or you, you know, think that there's things you need to work on as a mom, the one thing that we all have is that nurturing motherly instinct and that personality that makes us good mothers. And I know personally for me, I'm a very nurturing, giving, empathetic person. So that bleeds over a lot into my dating life. And moms, if you're listening to this, you know what I'm talking about. It's very hard to separate that personality as being a mother from your dating life. Like if you're a very giving and empathetic person as a mother, which most of us are, then it's only natural that you're going to be that way with dating too. But here's the problem. There's not an issue with being that way in general. If that's who you are, that's who you are. And don't change the way that you love people just because of how people love you. But one thing that I've come to realize with dating as a single mom is that if you are more of an empathetic person, some people will tend to prey on that. And hear me out. Just like there are women that want to be taken care of, and again, absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's all about preference. There are men out there that want to be taken care of as well. And I'm not talking about the healthy relationship where you know, you're cooking for him and he's, you know, running your bath. And I'm not talking about that mutual relationship. I'm talking about the guys that truly want you to be their mom. Let's just call a spade a spade. There are guys out there that have mommy issues that will prey on women who are very nurturing, very loving, and very giving and take advantage of that. And that's not to say that should scare you into not dating, but I just want to make you aware of these types of guys because I've seen a few of them and it's definitely something that's out there and it's definitely something that mom should be aware of. I don't want to give the term mommy issues a negative connotation because just like people say girls with daddy issues, there's, you know, that phrase floats around too, but there are types of men that look for certain qualities in women for a reason. If you're the type of person who, you know, you love to cook, you love to clean, you love to quote unquote baby your man, there's a type of man that looks for that, right? But the problem is if you're not careful, those types of men will take advantage of that nurturing part of you. And there's nothing wrong with babying your man. There's nothing wrong with taking care of your man, taking care of his needs, you know, cooking for him, running his bath. There's nothing wrong with any of that. But what I'm saying is if it gets to a point where you feel like you are literally like scheduling this guy's therapy appointments and, you know, cooking all of his meals and 
you're scheduling his doctor's appointments and all of this other stuff, and he's not doing anything equivalent for you, you're, congratulations, you just got another child. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I would never give advice on something that I hadn't personally experienced. So I'm gonna tell you guys a personal story about how I know this. So let me give you guys a little bit of background first. If you know me in real life, you know me in person, you know that I'm the type of person that I will give the shirt off my back to anyone that I love. That's just who I am. That's how I am as a mother. And so that's how I am with dating in general. And like I said in the beginning, I am a firm believer that you should never change the way that you love people based on how people love you. It's a really easy way to become scorned and have this like scorned mindset. And we'll talk about that later in next week's episode. So I started seeing this guy a year ago and one of the first things that I came to learn about him was that he had a very severed relationship with his family and specifically his mom. Now, this happens a lot, so I'm not judging, and I honestly felt bad. I was like, well, that's really sad, you know. I have such a close relationship with my son that I just can't imagine that. So over the course of a few months, I'm learning more about him as a person, learning more about, you know, why he has this severed connection, and I also come to discover that a lot of his exes were single mothers. Again, this isn't a bad thing. If you have a preference, you have a preference, but the two things together started making me think a little bit. But me being the person that I am and always wanting to help, I would help him out. I would, you know, I would give him advice as far as like working out and I would really help him with like his mental health and just be really encouraging. Um, but it got to a point where I was literally like meal prepping for this guy and cleaning his apartment and literally doing all of these things that your mom would do. And again, I'm going to say this back and forth because I feel that this is really important. There's absolutely nothing wrong with cleaning your man's apartment, like cooking for him, doing like doing his laundry if it is mutual. Like if if you're doing things for me as well and we have a mutual relationship where that's understood, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But this was very one-sided. It was just me constantly doing things for this person. So like I said, I was cleaning his apartment. I was doing his laundry. I was literally doing everything. And one day he had come back to his apartment and I was there and he's like, I thought you were going to clean my, mind you, I had literally just spent like four hours cleaning. And I, I told my best friend this and she still to this day is like, I don't know how you ever did that. Me either girl. So he comes back and he's like, I thought you were going to clean. And so I'm kind of silent for a second and I'm like, I did. I literally just spent four hours cleaning. He's like, this is what you call clean? I really stood there in so much shock because I'm the type of person that if somebody cleaned for me or somebody cooked for me or somebody washed my car, I would be so grateful for things like that just because as a mom, you know, literally every little thing that helps us is huge. But the fact that he said that and I was already acting like, you know, his mom pretty much was crazy to me. And it was that day that I realized that this guy didn't want to date to have a wife or to have a girlfriend. He wanted to date to have a mom. He needed someone to pick up after him. He needed someone to literally do all of his shit for him and didn't want to do anything in return. So yeah, if you take anything away from that embarrassing story, I want you to remember this. 
there will be people out there that don't appreciate what you do for them or the type of love and the type of care that you have, but that doesn't mean that you change the way you care and love for people because the way that someone else responds to your nurture and your care and your love has nothing to do with you. Some people have issues so deeply rooted that no matter you could literally do everything for them. You could do everything perfect, love them the right way, and it will still not be enough. And it's not because of you. It's because they can't accept something that they've never had and never given themselves. And I realized with this guy that he's never had someone genuinely care for him, genuinely love him, and he's never genuinely loved himself. So then how could I, coming in as a single mother, do that for him and him receive it properly? Going back to what I was saying in the beginning of this episode, in order to date and in order to have healthy connections as a single mom, you have to be available yourself. And if you're not able to receive love as well as give it, then you're not ready to date. I'm going to switch the positions for a second just so I can give you guys a clear picture, especially if you're a man listening to this. If you were at home And let's say you did the laundry all day long for your girlfriend or your wife, or you cleaned her car, or you cleaned the entire house, or you know, you just did everything for her. And her response was, This is what you call clean. Now, I know there are some women that do that, and I'm not talking about them. But men, if you did that, all of that stuff, and your woman said that to you, would you not feel underappreciated? The answer is yes. But obviously, You wouldn't stop doing all of those things for your next partner. You would change the partner. So if you guys have experienced a relationship like this, or you feel like you've just given and given and given, and like you haven't received that in return, just know that your efforts are best spent elsewhere. So circling back to my point, single moms and single dads too, just be mindful about who you give your love to and who receives it because not everyone is equipped to receive it the way that we are. And any love that we're giving that's not being given to our children is extra love that we could be giving to someone else. So really understand who you're giving it to, make sure they're in a position to receive it. And that just takes time and understanding yourself and understanding the other person. So be understanding, but also be mindful of certain triggers and traumas that people might have, because this is going to determine what type of partner you're going to have and how they're going to be with your child as well. Which brings me to our next point in the podcast, which is what are we exposing our kids to? Ladies, dating in general for us is scary enough on its own, but dating as a single mom is a whole other ballgame. We're not just dating for us. And I think sometimes we forget that we're dating for our kids too. So What type of person are you dating and what type of person is that exposing your children to? Think about it this way. Think about an ex that you had that wasn't your best relationship. It was something that you're glad you're out of, you would never want to experience again. Now think about that in terms of dating with a child. Would you want to expose the person that, you know, your worst relationship to your child? No, absolutely not. So why then would we date someone that we know is not going to be a good influence around our child? I get it. We've all been there. I'm not perfect. I know that I've had a relationship that was toxic and, you know, I would never go back to that, but we don't go back to our exes anyways. That's a whole other topic. We, 
Listen, if they're an ex, they're an ex for a reason. And once we move on from it, we're moved on from it. It might take me a while to get over someone or something, but once I'm over it, it is graveyard. I do not go back to it. Anyways, back to what I was saying. If you had an ex that was super toxic and you wouldn't expose them to your child now, why would you pick a new person that's toxic and expose them to your child now? Look, I understand it gets lonely as fuck being a single mom. I get it. But it is so much better to be lonely than to be in a relationship with the wrong person. There's a lot of reasons why we stay with people that we know that aren't good for us. And we can get into that on a different day. But I want to list out a few reasons why if you're a single mom dating, you might have a hard time dating new people. It could be really hard to move on and start your new dating life because one of finances, this is one that no one really likes to talk about, but it's so true. If you're in a situation where you are not financially independent yet, or you're not financially stable, sometimes for single moms, it is easier to stay in relationships that we know that we don't belong in because of that financial security. And that's why I will always advocate to you guys that you can do literally anything you put your mind to. Don't ever feel like you have to settle and be in a relationship just because this guy is the breadwinner. Or guys, don't ever feel like you have to settle and be in a relationship with a woman just because of finances. You can always change your job. You can always change your career. But what you expose yourself and your children to has long-lasting repercussions. And I say this with like the biggest heart and the biggest hug ever. You guys don't understand what may seem like something easy now, like you're just going to be with this guy, you're just going to be with this girl because it helps you financially. But if they're not the right partner for you and they're not the right person for your child, you're going to do way more damage in the long run than to just cut your losses, get out of the relationship and do it on your own. I'm not saying the first disagreement that you have with your partner, you should cut your losses and get out. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying if you're in a relationship that you know is toxic it's disrespectful. It's not something that's going to help you. And the only reason that you're staying in it is because of finances, then you really need to reevaluate your morals, your values, and what's important to you. I know personally for me, I would rather struggle as a single parent than to be with someone for the wrong reasons, just to say that I'm quote, financially secure. And I'm fortunate enough now that I am financially secure all by myself. But when I was a new mom and just started dating, that's why I waited so long to date because I knew that I wanted to be able to do it by myself before I added anyone else into the equation. So before you go dipping your toes into the dating pool as a new single mom, make sure that you have your shit together by yourself. I promise you, you'll feel so much more secure dating and you won't be looking for the wrong person to fill your life. And if you're sitting there saying, Destiny, I'm not there yet. I'm not financially secure yet. Well, no one has everything figured out. It's just the way it is. But you need to understand that it is more important to take care of yourself and make sure you have your shit figured out before, like I said, adding anyone else into the equation. So come up with a plan, come up with a way that you're going to do that and you're going to become financially secure to find your right partner. The next thing we're going to get into, and it might be a hot button for you guys to talk about is exes. The next thing we're going to talk about is going to be such a hot button topic for you guys, but we're going to talk about exes. What do you do if you're starting to date, you're newly dating and your ex comes back? Well, like I said before, to me, exes are like graveyards. Like once it's done, once I'm over you, 
I'm over you. Like I will not go back and revisit. But this isn't the case for everyone. Some people have extenuating factors like, you know, their partner is away or their partner is overseas or, you know, whatever, their ex is overseas. So there's many different factors to why this could be different for you. But the important thing to remember as a baby mom, baby dad, single parent is they're your ex for a reason. Why did the relationship fail? Why did it end? And can it even be salvaged? The first thing that I want to visit is what I just said. If you had a thought in your mind just now when you heard that, thinking that it could be salvaged, you're not ready to start dating. If you are still holding on to a hope or a chance that you and your ex might get back together or you and your baby dad or baby mom or whatever might get back together, you are not ready to start dating. And here's why. And I say this with all of the love in the world, but there are genuinely people out there who are ready to start their lives. They are ready for a brand new person that are just, they want someone completely healed. And if you're still waiting on your ex to come back, that's not really fair to the new person. And if you want someone to have pure intentions with you and your child, you need to have pure intentions with them as well. And that means being upfront and honest about these conversations. Do I think that me and my ex will get back together? You answer honestly and be upfront about that because whether it's going to hurt that person's feelings or not, you don't want to be six months down the road with a person and have someone else so invested in you and then realize that you and your ex are meant to be. And like I said in the beginning, if this takes you a long time and you feel like you need time to fully get over that, then that's fine. It takes more time than it takes other people and you just have to be okay with that. But what's not okay is stringing someone else along when you know that there's a chance in your mind that you could get back together with your ex. You know, it's so funny in knowing so many moms and so many women, the most common thing that I hear is I'm not going back to my ex, but they won't leave me alone. So what do you do in that instance? Say that you're trying to move on with your life. You're trying to start a new relationship with someone and that one ex just doesn't go away. The answer is boundaries. You have to set boundaries, especially if your ex is your baby dad, baby mom, anything like that. You have to set boundaries about what, what are the nature of your conversations? What, you know, what are the hours of the conversations? Are you guys calling each other at 2 a.m.? Are you guys, you know meeting up privately and not telling your partner. These are the things that can I consider boundaries when you're dating as a single parent. And if you're not ready to enforce those type of boundaries upon your ex with your new partner, then again, maybe you're not ready to date and that's fine too. At the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with not being ready to date. As a single mom, as a single parent, you have a lot more at stake than if you were dating as a single person. And guys, if you're just a single person without kids, I'm not saying that you don't have it hard. I know you do, but I'm talking about the fact that we have to factor in that there's another person to think about. I'm not preaching to you because I'm perfect or because my dating life is perfect or because I know everything. I'm telling you from experience as a single mom who's dated, these are the things that you need to consider and look out for. And these are the things that are really going to matter when it comes to having like a fruitful relationship for your child. Really, our kids are all that matters. And when we're dating, they are the ones that come first and they are the ones that we have to consider before anything else. So what happens when you're dating someone and they become attached to your child and vice versa? What happens when you're dating someone and your child becomes attached to them? This is one of the most common reasons that I have found with single moms as to why we stay in relationships 
with people when we know that our time has expired. Look, I get it. If your child and your partner are best friends and they just click and they're perfect together and they have this connection, it's going to be really hard to replace that and find someone that has that type of attachment with your child. But let's also look at it from the other side of the coin. Let's say that you don't have a healthy relationship with the person you're dating right now and your child is attached to this person. This is why earlier I was saying it's very, very important that we're mindful about what we're exposing our kids to because how tragic would it be for us to get our child attached to someone and then leave? Which I know that this could happen anyways. It happens all the time. It happens even in healthy relationships, but I'm referring to your child gets to know your partner and you and your partner don't have the best relationship and now they are attached to this person who's not only not good for you, but not good for your child. And while there's no way of making sure that that doesn't happen, there are some questions that you can ask yourself in order to make sure in your mind you're checking all the boxes that meet your requirements for, is, is this person going to be right for me and my child? Is this someone I could see myself having more children with? What type of father, what type of mother is this person going to be? Do they respect their parents? What are their values? What are their morals? What's important to them? These questions will help you really understand what type of person you're with and if this is someone that you would want your child to be around. And unfortunately, you know, if you and this person click, but you know that it's not going to be right for your child, then that's the decision that you have to make. Is this going to be something that's going to be fruitful for me and my child? And if the answer is no, then you know what you have to do. And that in itself can be a really hard decision to make, but it's necessary and even though it might suck in the moment, you'll know that you're doing the right thing for you and your kid. And at the end of the day, you're the only one that knows what's right for you and your kid. And don't let other people make these decisions for you. Obviously, listen. And especially if it's your close friend or someone that knows what they're talking about, listen to them. But at the end of the day, this is your decision and the person that you're going to spend your time with. So you have to choose wisely. One of the most important things that my therapist ever taught me while dating as a single mom was while it is important to know what you do want out of a relationship, it's also just as important, if not more important, to understand what you don't want. So moms, if you know that you have a child who has a lot of energy and requires a lot of patience, then you probably don't want someone who's short-tempered or doesn't have a lot of patience. Because here's the thing, patience is developed over time when you're a parent, but when you're dating as a parent, that's something that you really need to have in your relationships because dating a single parent and dating someone who's not a single parent, it's two completely different things. I know personally I've experienced that dating men without children tend to have a little bit less patience than men that do have children, which is why I have my own preferences about who I would like to date. But I always keep that in the back of my mind because that's something that's crucial to me and my son's growth. And if this is someone that you want to integrate your life with, you want to make sure that you guys share the same personality traits, the same values, the same morals. And that means asking, what are your parenting styles? Because a lot of us don't think about this, but Parenting styles is very important when it comes to dating. If you parent a certain way and your partner doesn't parent that way, that could lead to some issues down the road, which again, that's not the end all be all of your relationship. It doesn't mean that your relationship can't work out, but it's just something to consider, especially when you're newly dating someone. Okay. So just like Planet Fitness, this is a judge-free zone. I'm going to tell you guys a story. 
So I'm on a date with this guy one time and we're talking about different types of punishment for children or different disciplinary actions. And I told him, you know, I don't spank my son. That's not something that I believe in. And he's like, what do you mean you don't spank him? And I said, I don't believe in that. That's not how, you know, I discipline him. We have quiet time. We take breaks, but I don't spank him. And that's something that he didn't agree with. He thought, you know, children ought to be spanked, which if you are someone that spanks your children, more power to you. If that's what you want to do, I'm not judging. That's just not what I do. And so realizing that we had different parenting styles made me realize this could never work out because we wouldn't parent the same way. Again, date however you want as a parent, do you, but I'm just telling you from my experience, these are the things that are super important. And also realizing what might be important to you might not be important to someone else when it comes to parenting. So understanding each other and having that dialogue and that communication is really, really important when you're dating too. So all of this is to say, Yes, there are a lot of things that you need to be weary of and to look out for when you're dating as a single parent. But I mean, if you're just having fun and you're being casual and hooking up, also be safe with that too. But if you're really looking to have a fruitful relationship, you have to do the hard work and you have to understand that a lot more comes with it, especially when you have a child. And if you're listening to this and you don't have kids and you don't want kids, Take your birth control and use protection or else you will be wearing a dinosaur hat and making breakfast French toast every single morning. No, I'm not even kidding. He makes me wear the dinosaur hat while I cook. But if you are a single mama or a single dad and you're listening to this, be careful, be patient, and be wise about who you invest your time and energy into because there's a lot of people in this world and you want to choose the best for you and your kid. I know it can be hard. I know it can be stressful. And sometimes we just want to throw in the towel, but don't because your person is out there and they're going to love your child just as much as they love you. And if they don't, they can kick rocks with no shoes on because they suck. All right. If you guys love this and you want more motivation and more dating, I literally just almost offered you guys more dating advice, but that's not what this was. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into Mind Over Metal. And if you really liked this, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I post more motivational stuff on there. I'm on TikTok. You guys can shoot me an email. And if you are here for the gym content, you can always hop over to my training website and it's linked below. I love you guys. Have an amazing week.